I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. Hello, and welcome to the next exciting episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, Quarantine Edition. The podcast where Matt and Todd watch a movie from a top 100 Netflix list, and then we watch said movie on Netflix, and then we call each other on the old Google Hangouts, and we talk about... How we felt about the movie, how we're feeling about life in general. Sometimes you hear some of that in the podcast, and sometimes you don't. We'll see what happens this time. I am Todd Domer. I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, we are here for another exciting episode. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's the day after the election, Todd. Yes. I hate... I hate the election. <laughs> Still coming down to the wire. I, I, I posed this question to my boss earlier today. If you were running for the presidency, so if you were, you know, one of the two guys right now, basically, would you be on your computer and having all your aides and all your stuff, like checking everything every minute, or would you just lock yourself away and be like, okay, I'm, I'm going out on the lake to go fishing for the day or something. Don't talk to me until, like something's for sure or something like that how would you how would you handle that i would definitely have uh myself and all my aides constantly checking on the computer Uh, that would be my scenario for sure because i love information oh that's true yeah you are an input yes and last night was such a bummer my internet was out, so I could not. I could not get information except on my tiny cell phone. No big map. No states lighting up in blue and red. Just refreshing on Facebook and AP News report. Yeah, we had the live election results going up at work all day today. We would like stop in the office and check it for a couple minutes, and then discuss, and then go back to work. Nice. I think I would lock myself away and tell people to not talk to me. I don't think yeah. it would drive me nuts to be checking every minute or two. Like, I'd just be like, you know what? You know, like, you come talk to me when there's something to talk about. Otherwise, I don't want to hear about it every five seconds. Come so. get you when it's time to make a speech. Yeah. Win or lose, right? Yeah, I don't even really like fishing, but I'd probably go fishing or something. Mm. Fishing, for some reason, just seems like one of the most isolating things you can do. Yeah, true story. So, hmm. well, there's our election update. No one knows who won yet. But <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, no one knows. We'll see how long it takes to declare a winner. <laughs> we'll find out in next day or month or some sometime. Once all um, the once all the court cases are settled, we'll that's right. Out. We'll find out. Yes. Well, uh, another thing that I thought we should mention is that we've been doing this podcast for over a year now, Todd. That's true. We what? sort of talked about it coming up to it, but then we, like, the closest We podcast, just glossed over it. <laughs> we, never, we never mentioned it, so. I think it was uh, caught up in the depression of theaters closing. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty close to that. We yeah. recorded our our last episode or the episode closest to that. Um, but anyway, yay on that. I'm happy to be doing this podcast. It's a good outlet for me and 
I like doing it with you. So, uh, totally agreed. I love doing it, and wish we could do it in theaters. But you know, press on. Do what we got to do. We do what we got to do. All yeah. right. Yeah, I think the fact that we're recording tonight probably says a lot of how much I enjoy doing it. Considering, spoiler alert for people who are listening in my life, my grandmother passed away last night. So yes. we didn't we didn't have to record tonight, but I was like, man, you know what? I really want to, because that's fun. Yeah, you could always you can always have a little bit more fun in your life. Little distraction, yeah. but uh, yes, my condolences. Thanks uh, to you and to the Domer family on the loss of Grandma Domer. Old patriarch of the family, Grandma Domer. Yep. So, um, yeah, on that okay. depressing note, let's talk on about. That... <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Ruby. Okay. <laughs> well, we will. Um, we watched a movie from our from our Netflix top one hundred list. That is refreshed often, and um, we do random number generator, and I think the number was like five or something. It was the, mm-hmm. in, in, in the Bs. They're in alphabetized. The yeah. So we watched The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which was not a movie I'd heard of before, but it was interesting. It's uh, So it's a... It's a <laughs> it's a western anthology film and for those of you outside of the uh, film snob community an anthology is like a bunch of short stories basically yes. told in a film story tied together loosely mm. that's definitely what this was. so they were all western western type ideas so that's the format and this was written and directed by the cohen brothers who are famous director writer people yes fargo and i have a love-hate relationship with the cohen brothers and their and their movies i should say i don't know them personally but yeah yeah. they they told me that they have a love-hate relationship with you personally oh well Uh, well, then it all fits then yeah yes um, and then there's some famous people in this. You got your your James Franco, uh, Liam Neeson is in this. Tom Waits, who I, I I don't know if he's an actor. I think he might just be a musician, but he's in this. And uh, Tyne Daly is it? And that's it for the people I recognized. Did I miss anyone? Yeah, the so I um, Clancy Brown is a person who's in it. He's like, like um, he's the voice of Mister Crab, I believe, in in SpongeBob. But he's also I done see. plenty of movies. The guy who actually plays Buster Scrugg is Tim Blake Nelson, who I don't know. I don't know the actor. I don't know the actor personally, but I remember him from several <laughs> movies. For us recently, he was in Just Mercy. He was the the burn the burned up face guy who lied and got Jamie Foxx sent away, who recanted oh, yeah. his testimony. 
Um, let's see. That's right. He has a very distinctive look. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think there's just plenty of, like, kind of background B, B-list people filled out. Um, Steven Root was, um, the guy in Office Space, the mumbling nerd guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of going through now, and it's just a ton of, you know, a couple of big-name people on, like, two or three big-name people, and it's just... Some of it looks like people they could just find off the street, honestly, but... Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Well, so what is this movie about? Well, it's about uh, six different things, because it's an anthology. Um... So I'll just briefly summarize each one, and then we can kind of talk about it. And be prepared, Todd, because I want to know which uh, little vignette you like the best and the worst as you go through. Okay. So I, I will uh, be. I, I have an idea already, but maybe you'll shake my idea by remembering me all six stories or reminding me of all six stories. Right. Right. Hopefully. Um, so the, the first one is, is the, the same as the title. It's called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It's about a cheerful singing cowboy <laughs> who kills people. Yeah. Um, is a gunslinger. And yes. Sings. Definitely a gunslinger. Um, and then the next one is called Near Algodons. It's about a, a cowboy who robs a bank and then... Um, Ends up in a noose a couple times. Yes. Then the next one is called Meal Ticket. And this is about a guy who kind of has a traveling show. And his um, his act is this guy with no arms and no legs who basically gives, like, memorized speeches to audience. And things go bad. Uh, and he has to decide wh- whether he wants to continue his relationship with Someone who basically can't care for themselves. Yes. And what that means. Um, All Gold Canyon is the next one. It's about a prospector who is searching for gold in the valley, basically by himself. There's an owl in it, and yeah, he finds the gold. <laughs> there is an owl. <laughs> yes. There's an owl in it frequently <laughs> for no real reason. Um. Oh. Uh, next one, second to last one, the gal who got rattled is about a, a woman who's traveling with her brother. They're kind of on the, the wagon train out to Oregon and her brother ends up dying and, um, things happen from there. And she has to kind of figure out how she's going to live life without him and without any real prospect. Uh, and so she, she sort of, uh, works together with, with work he works together with the wagon train leaders um, there's two guys who are kind of running mm. um, and, yeah and then the last one is uh, people riding in a stagecoach and someone there's a corpse on top yes and that's that's all of them so uh it's kind of a long movie. Uh, when it's you like put two all hours, those together, yeah, two hours and three minutes or something. 
Yeah. Um, but that's the deal there. So, Todd, what did you think? Which one did you like best and worst? I will answer what I thought of the overall movie first, and then I will answer your question at the end of my rant, I guess. Perfect. Um, I am not – I still I'm – so, I'm having a hard time really laying down what I felt about this movie, like – or these, you know, short stories or whatever. Like, um, it's. I mean, there's a couple of them that I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I really, really, absolutely hated any one of them, but there were definitely weaker ones versus stronger ones. Um, I guess, I guess what frustrating, what's frustrating to me is that some of them do not have anything meaningful in them like there's and there's barely any nothing happens in a couple of them and it's like just who cares like it had a really hard a couple of them had a hard time really drawing me in to being like why am i caring especially since you know you know when you start the movie you know that it's going to be all these short stories so you know you're not going to be in it for too long and then when it like almost feels like nothing's happening it's it's hard to talk i can't talk about specifics because each one is like you know if i got into specifics about each one there'd be spoilers kind of so um i would say if you've seen a cohen's brother movie all these vignettes feel like and and look like and sound like definitely a cohen's brother movies where people talk in a certain way especially if you've seen true grit like some because that's a western too and like they all people talk a certain way and stuff like that and it's like sometimes it's so unrealistic to me that it's like they just sometimes it feels like the Coen brothers just try to fill out their scripts sound fancy at times and you're like why are you trying so hard it's it's the old west you know these people probably did not speak so elegantly that you're trying to put all this stuff together so, I I don't know. It, it's hard without being able to go to specifics. It's like how do I how do I really wrap all this up? The acting's fine. It's pretty pretty good. There's I don't really feel like there was too much that I was like, oh, that's a bad scene or whatever. It's just I had a hard time caring about some scenes because of them being kind of short. Honestly, like they're not all. I don't think they're all the same length. Um, no, so. I don't think so. Anyway, I'll just leave it at that. Whoever wants to listen to that rambling mess that I just did, because it, <laughs> it's just hard to like really nail down how you feel about a movie that's really six tiny movies, but you can't talk specifically about it because they're so short that anything you say is kind of a spoiler. So, um, I'll go into which ones I liked and which ones I didn't. I would say, or or at least felt least least like the least the first two which is buster scruggs and then the bank robbery guy i think i like the least Mm, Um, and from from a standpoint of those two to me they have the the least amount of story in them so things just happen and then it's over and it's i i really was like what's 
who cares? Like when I finished both of them, whether or not they made me laugh or whatever was like such a side point. Cause I was like, why do I, I, I was given you, you're given no reason to care about those first, the first two ones, in my opinion. Um, the ones that I think I liked them, the, the, the rest of the four I thought were good. Um, trying to pick the best one out of that would probably be the, oh, that's hard. Okay, so there's the there's the one across where they're migrating to Montana or whatever, right? And then right, the gal who got rattled, guy got rattled, and then the stagecoach one, the mortal remain, the Liam Neeson one, meal ticket, and then what's the one that I'm missing? All gold kid, you the prospector. All gold kid. Uh, I would say I wasn't the biggest fan of All Gold Canyon because I didn't like the guy who. Was the main character in that one? Everything Tom seemed a, Waits. Yeah, everything seemed a little forced with him, but I guess because maybe he's just not an actor. Like, yeah. Um, then the other three I thought were really good. The most complete story to me was the wagon one, not the wagon one, the the Montana traveling one, which I already can't remember the name of. The gal who got rattled. Yes. I think that was the most complete story, and I felt the most involved in that one, and most interested in the outcome. The other two, Liam Neeson and the Stagecoach one, are kind of similar, honestly, where you're not, like, without giving too much away, it's some stuff's not definitive in it. Like, it's just, they're both incredibly acted, I feel, uh... Because I don't know if, I mean, for, for the Liam Neeson one, Liam Neeson says maybe two lines in the whole vignette. And uh, I thought that one was really well acted. And the stagecoach, you know, for being like the however long that thing is, it's just these people in a stagecoach talking. I think we're all acted incredibly well. So, the, like, and they, yeah. So, I'll just say the first two were my least. I, I just couldn't get involved with them. Uh, the gold one was okay. Um, and then the other three, I think, were the strongest, with my favorite being um, the girl who something. The gal who got rattled. The gal who got rattled. Yeah. So He did get rattled. Yeah, I thought that had the most complete story, and I liked I liked the ending of that story a lot. I thought it was like really good storytelling. That small vignette. So, yeah. Anywho, Matt, what did you think? Slash, what were your least favorite? Slash, favorite. Well, um, this was an interesting, interesting little collection here. I would say some kind of uh, themes throughout are. Each story had kind of a gotcha at the end. Um, to some extent, uh, there's something that happened that was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, and borderline shock, maybe. Uh, and music is used quite a bit. Uh, I think everyone has like some music yeah. that happens in it. Um which was interesting. Uh, as far as 
you know, yes, well acted for the most part. Um, I thought that the 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 set, the the costuming and the sure the locations, all that stuff looked pretty authentic for like American Western times. Um, and uh, in general, I liked. I like the way that they kind of piece things together, which I'll explain. They have like, you kind of open up as like, like a book is opening called the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. And it kind of goes through and each one, there's like a little colored plate with, with a line from the, what amounts to the end of the story. So then you come back after the story's over and you kind of understand what that line was about. Um, which is, was an interesting way to kind of keep some continuity going through. So I thought that was pretty good. Um, now, as far as what I, which one I liked the best, I really liked. Unlike you, I really liked the first two a <laughs> lot, um, mainly because of the absurdity factor. Sure. I'm a big sucker for um, when something is just absurd. And there was a lot of absurdity in those those first two. Um, so <laughs> those I liked for that reason. Um, the ones I really thought were good, though, I thought the Ballad of Buster Scruggs does stand on its own mm-hmm. as, as one of the better ones. Um, but I agree with you that the gal who got rattled is probably my favorite of the story. Yeah. But, so those would be my top two is those two. And quite easily for me, the, the uh, worst one I thought was the mortal, which was the stagecoach one, mm. people sitting and talking to the stagecoach. I could barely, it could barely keep attention <laughs> throughout that. It was also the last one, and I was trying to, I watched them, well, I watched them all at the same time, of course, but sure, I, it was it was wearing on me uh, the length of that one in particular, but the movie. So, um, I thought that the way that they set it up with the first two being kind of like humorous and and the the gotchas were a little bit like dark humor. Yeah, and then moving through to some more uh, more standard storytelling was good. It just I felt like they could have left out the last one and still had a pretty good yeah. of stories. So uh, overall, I would say that I liked the beginning of it, but it did wear on me by the end. Yeah. Um, so overall, I would say I liked it, uh, but I wish, I don't know, I wish it had been in maybe reverse order and then I would have had a, a better feeling coming out of it. Mm. Um, but, Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I'd say it's it's worth a watch if you if you like westerns at all, or or if you like Coen Brother movies, you'll probably enjoy this. So, yeah, I would imagine if you are a huge Coen Brothers fan, then this is right up your alley. Not just because they did it, but because instead of just one movie that's a Coen Brothers movie, you're kind of getting six little movies that yep. all all feel like they're 
have the Coen Brothers stamp on it. Like, not one of them, I don't really feel like, of these was out of their ordinary. Yeah, true. So. Well, Matt, um, how many armless and legless men would you give this movie out of five? Hmm. Well, zero, zero to five, um, no limbed men. No limbed. I, I would, uh, I think I would give this like, uh, 2.9. I'm going to go 2.9. So that's above average. It's pretty close to good. Yeah. But maybe not quite in that good category for me. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's how I feel. So, what about you? Uh, I think I'm gonna land at like a three point two because I like even as I was talking about it. I mean, even the even the the ones that I really were like this, I, I didn't enjoy. They still were like, you know, pretty okay to good. It's, it, I didn't. It's not like they were just so crappy or anything. They just didn't resonate with me. Um, other than the ones I liked, I just thought were really good. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I could easily see this movie as if I were to watch it again at some point, given some time, I could probably have easily a different rating, a very different rating. Just depends. That's what you get with a, when you get a movie that's about six little movies, I guess. Yeah, true so. story. Yep. Okay. Well, uh... It seems like we've gone on pretty long this episode. Yeah. Uh, so we should probably wrap it up at this point. But uh, thank you for listening to Matt and Todd go to the movies. And we will have more episodes. Um, but tonight we reviewed The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, came out in 2018 and we gave it an average rating of 3.05 armless nice. and legless men out of five. Nice. So, also, I don't know if this is important to mention, but this was a straight up Netflix movie. It was not, I don't think it was released or anything. Netflix did this movie. Yeah, I think you're right. It was so. never in theaters. Yeah. So, without theaters being closed, we would never have reviewed this movie. So true. So true. But they are, so we did, and. That's it. Thanks for listening. Da 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 da.